Welcome to the Modern Insurgents Patreon-only podcast, Atlas Analysis. Here, we talk to our writers in an informal setting and explore some of the more niche and obscure groups from our very own database, which you can find at themoderninsurgent.org. Sit back and enjoy our more relaxed, casual conversations with our team. Welcome to the first instalment of our extra part, extra segment to Insurgency Unmasked. This is the Atlas Analysis, where we go over some of the groups in our Global Atlas, which you can find on the Modern Insurgent website, and go over some of the smaller groups that might not get covered in a whole series. Today, we are joined by Patrick Pearson. Welcome. Pleasure to be on. How are you on this fine day? Oh, I'm great. Uh, beautiful day, and I'm, I'm excited to talk about the Nation of Islam. Mm, it's a pleasure to have you on. So we'll, we'll start off. Would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah. So, um, yeah, my name is Patrick Pearson. I am a uh, journalism student at Toronto Metropolitan University. Uh, I'm from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And yeah, um, I my kind of niche, I guess, is I'm really interested in, you know, extremist groups, any sort of uh, conflict. And um, yeah, so the the Nation of Islam is a particular has been a particular interest to me for a while and i mean i I think that their kind of role in the um american cultural zeitgeist is uh is really interesting even though it's been super controversial controversial so yeah but i'm I'm excited to to talk about Mm. so what type of group is the nation of islam yeah so (laughs) it's funny because that has been one of the hardest things for a lot of you know scholars and other people discussing the group to put the pin on you know broadly speaking it's fair to say that they are a black nationalist ethno-religious group um but you know if you speak to a lot of um a lot of muslims or christians uh who the nation both kind of takes after in a lot of ways they would probably classify them as heretics whereas the nation defines themselves as muslims so it's there's a lot of contradictions and depending on who you speak to um they'll refer to them differently so and like especially as um the nation has kind of evolved with time and begun to incorporate elements of say um you know numerology and like a lot of science a lot of um ideas have been borrowed from Scientology in recent years, you know, it's, they're kind of leaning more into the realm of, you know, a pseudoscientific new religious movements in some regards. Now, that's, it, again, there's been changes, and we'll get back to that probably there when we go over the history. So it, it's important to understand that the the nation of Islam of, um say, the 1960s is not the nation of Islam of today. But yeah, Centrally speaking, I, I would say that they are a black nationalist ethno-religious group. You certainly hit on that well, because they've certainly got a checkered past. They've certainly gone through ups and downs, and I'm quite excited to get onto that. Yeah, so... there, 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 there's no shortage of, again... It's it's a lot of the time when people are discussing the group, they, they tend to like to put on certain labels, uh, and... 
what's important to remember when discussing them is that they aren't a monolith and there are, you know, different factions within the group. And there have been different factions over the, the course of history that may not necessarily take on all of the beliefs that are held by um, a particular leader. Right. Mm. So again, that that's something to keep in mind when bearing, bearing like a lot of the more seemingly, um, out there ideas that the nation might have hmm. so let's touch on a history then we've touched on a, a little bit already but let's dig into it so how did it start right so some kind of important um historical background context uh that people may or may not be familiar with is in the early 20th century there was um what was called the great migration where about 6 million African-Americans moved from the Southern states where at the time, like 90% of um, the African-American population lived uh, into these major, these Northern urban centers like New York, like Chicago and like Detroit, where while Sfard Muhammad who founded the nation in 1930 started preaching. And so those those conditions led to as as maybe again maybe obvious some people but those conditions led to the development of black ghettos and segregation in a lot of these major cities so you know we can look at areas like harlem where this is extremely prevalent and so as those conditions prevailed there was a lot of disenfranchisement within the black community you know you began to see uh these areas become really disparate and crime ridden and a lot a lot of social problems you know there weren't many resources there weren't many opportunities to be had and so whilst far muhammad um the the nation's founder began to preach uh this this unique kind of synthesis of christianity christianity and islam and he was originally a member of another group called the um the moore science temple um and he brought a lot of his his followers from that previous group along with him. Another relevant uh, kind of social movement within the Black community at the time that they drew a lot from was Garveyism, which uh, was the ideology of Marcus Garvey. Um, for and for those who are familiar, he talked a lot about um, uh, Black separatism. He believed that Black people uh, in America had to create their own community so that they could be self-sustainable and that's something that was really carried over into into the nation's message um so moving on as throughout the 1930s um as these city centers and the, yeah these um predominantly black areas in these city centers began to expand and become more and more populated Again, keep in mind, yeah, over the course of like 60 years, 6 million people moved. That's one of the largest migrations in human history. Um, it's almost unfathomable to, unfathomable to think about that many people moving yeah, in right. one time. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because they were a lot of the time they were fleeing um, really, really poor economic conditions and really, really extreme racism. Uh, and and although in, in these inner cities they were – able to develop um some sense of, of community and whatnot there still remained those systems at play so yeah obviously as we know you know life didn't become sunshine and rainbows uh after after those things happened there was still a, a long way to go um as those issues 
permeated throughout the black community in these areas, Wallace fired, fired Muhammad's message really began to catch on. And, um, and then his ideas started to spread. Now, there was only only a short period before um, he actually disappeared under mysterious circumstances in 1934. He was never found. And it, it, it's there's obviously some theories on, on what happened to him, but it's really it, it it's pretty much impossible to say he kind of just vanished. I bet some of those conspiracy theories are golden. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I mean it's <laughs> there there's uh it's tricky to touch on without um putting my uh, journalistic integrity into jeopardy <laughs> but yeah i mean it, it, it's there's there's so much there's so much surrounding the nation that it's hard to sometimes hard to derive fact from fiction so mm. again it, it's important yeah, that, it, it's know, almost got its own folklore doesn't it yeah exactly it i mean it's that but that's the thing that's what that's one of the things that makes it makes it so interesting is it's this um really kind of unique center point for a lot of different cultural forces coming together hmm. but yeah so after wallace bard muhammad disappeared in 1934 elijah muhammad um another another preacher uh who had been yeah rising through the ranks of the nation thanks for listening to this preview if you want to listen to the full episode along with many other exclusive ones please consider supporting us on patreon at patreon.com forward slash modern insurgent you'll find the rest of our atlas analysis episodes on there exclusively thank you